You are now tuned in to the Spellman Wellness Podcast for the health of it. Welcome to our newly released Spellman Wellness Podcast, where we do it for the health of it. Thank you for tuning in as we share vital information that is essential for living a well-balanced life. We are currently in a three-part Balanced Black Woman series where we cover a range of topics. Our first episode focused on positive body imagery. If you haven't done so already, I encourage you to listen and be enlightened. Today's episode and part two of the series will center around finding personal harmony within and from a 3D perspective or 3D meaning spiritual wellness, physical fitness, and emotional health. With that being said, let's get right into it. My name is Neil Scott, and I am the Assistant Director of Campus Wellness here at Spelman College. Joining me as co-host is Pamela Walton from our Counseling Center. Hello, hello. She's a licensed professional counselor serving our student body. We are also joined by a special guest. I'd like to introduce Salah Hilaire, licensed clinician and consultant. She offers counseling service to individuals across the life cycle, including young adults, couples, transitioning teens and families. She's also a graduate of Spelman College. Thank you for joining us, Salah. Thank you. <laughs> so excited uh, about the discussion on today. So uh, we're going to get right into it. And uh, the first question I want to ask uh, is based on what the focus is today. And we're coming from a 3D perspective. And as I spoke of spiritual wellness, physical fitness, and also emotional health. I want to ask, what does it mean to be well, fit, and healthy? And Salah, I want to uh, um, address that question to you as we're getting into the discussion. So again, it's what does it mean to be well, fit, and healthy? Well, Neil, you know, in looking at this topic, um, my work has always been about looking at or helping individuals to find balance looking at the mind, looking at the body, looking at the spirit. And so to be totally fit, you know, I believe that all these three things have to work together, you know, and um, there has to be a time where you are attending to those emotional issues. There needs to be a time that you are attending to that spiritual, that quiet time, and then that time to attend to that physical that, you know, the physical fitness, which can come from the eating, can come from, you know, taking walks. And so my belief is that when one of those are out of balance, then that's when you begin to have some, you know, I don't want to just say just illnesses, but that's when, for example, you may begin to feel anxious, or you may notice that things are just not well within your soul. And so um, my um, work has always been when individuals come in and even when I'm doing work on myself is that I have to stop and look at the spiritual. I have to stop and look at the physical and I have to look at all three of those things to help me to remain balanced and support my clients in being balanced. Well, great, great. Yeah, and you know, and I would also say, um, you know, that, in working with students, I like to say that it's about making the shift from simply surviving to thriving mm -hmm. in life right. and what that means for the individual. 
um, because we function in so many, you know, beautiful intersectionalities um, in our lives. And many times, uh, you know, those identities don't always line up with the expectations of others, um, whether it be societal, whether it be family, friends, uh, you know, our different community groups. Um, and so it's important to sit back and do the assessment, the personal reflection and the personal assessment of who we are which one of those identities work for us and which one of those have been placed upon us by someone else, you know, our outside factors, and then be able to, um, you know, as make a beautiful blend of them for what works for us individually. And so in, when we're in that kind of space, it's like we're in the flow. We're able to... Um, flow and feel balanced and at peace. I agree. I agree. Uh, you made a key point when you said blending, because when I thought about this question in those terms, and I, I actually broke them down, well, fit and healthy, and I related it to personal experience and just in life in general. And, and one word that comes to mind when I think about that, and I hear you say blending, is wholeness, right? I think of wholeness comes to those areas. So I, I believe that embodying all things that are conducive to maintaining and sustaining your wellness will contribute to each of those areas balancing one another, right? And so, and then I thought about each area and how practices and things that you should incorporate in your day-to-day -day life will help you to be able to understand why each one can't function alone without the other ones being as productive, right? And so I think about what are some key things uh, we, we can do in light of creating that balance. And, and I thought about meditation i thought about prayer even and reading and exercising eating clean and one important thing or aspect i'll say outside of those things because i look at prayer meditation exercise those are things we hear day to day in the, in, the, in the life of trying to be well and fit you hear them from people it's things that you know already based on your faith there are things that you know but see what's most key i think is our space and the energy that we surround ourselves with, right? That will affect each of those key areas. So I believe that inviting in your space, right? Only the elements that are key to uh, acquiring love and, and peace and joy and fulfillment, that's desired right, by a value system. I think, and, and I have this thing that we all have a value system. And if we live by that value system, then everything that we attract from the external rim, right? will feed into our internal value system. And if you continue to align with that in your day-to-day -day life, then you'll go on in the balance that we seek to accomplish in light of being well, being fit, and being healthy makes more sense. And after we gain that understanding of why it's key, and it shows up in our day-to-day -day walk, right? How we're applying ourselves. And we see the fruit of that labor or that way we're living being able to play out and so i think in those areas and everything y'all spoke to was so key and the word that stuck out hearing you all was wholeness so i think that that was a that was a great great uh, uh word to use pam blending right yeah i also like um pam when you talked about knowing who you are i think that 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 piece is 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 also very valuable that identity 
Um, because if we have no sense of who we are, it's difficult for us to understand our purpose and even know how to get where we need to go. And so again, it goes back to, you know, as um, Neil was saying, the, the practices, you know, having, and, and um, I think Pam even talked about this, it might've been at another time, but those daily um, practices that we need to incorporate in our lives to have that three prong, to have that balance. And another thing is, is you all were talking, and I think that is important, especially for the students, is a lot of times remembering that you may get off course, you know, and yeah. pain may arise and things may arise, but that as you practice these kind of principles in your life on a daily basis, it's easier to grab onto them when you need them like when that that test is more than you can manage when that relationship isn't working out the way that it needs to or when you talked about neil having that negative you know people surrounding you the ability to release that energy because sometimes we cannot control our environment but we can control how we respond to it by practicing these three principles. How am I going to take care of on a daily basis, my body? How am I going to take care of my spirit? You know, how am I going to deal with my emotions? Am I going to journal? Am I going to pray and meditate? You know, or am I going to eat clean or I am going to work out? So nobody's perfect as we all know. And life shows up and the valleys are there. But I think what's powerful is that when you begin to practice these principles, when you really feel like you are lost, you have something to grab onto. And when I talk about loss, I'm talking about suffering. I'm talking about, and it's different levels. Not passing okay. a test may be suffering. Breaking right. up with someone may be suffering. Losing someone you love due to COVID may be suffering. So people are coming to the table with different things. But by practicing what we're talking about, it allows you to have that balance. When you are not feeling balanced, you have something to pull on to get back. You know, you're not starting from zero. You're starting from 100 and you feel like zero, but you're starting from 100 and you have something because yesterday you prayed, yesterday you meditated, you know, yesterday you took that walk, you know, but today isn't a good day, but you can you know, draw on those, those tools. Right, right. Absolutely. And, you know, now so that we've talked about these very important, um, you know, foundational issues, and, you know, you've all made some wonderful points. Salah, I'd like to ask you, how is spiritual wellness then connected to physical and emotional health? Well, as, as I mentioned earlier, for, for me and for my practice, all three go together. So, you know, for example, the spiritual com component for me is that connection, <clears throat> excuse me, with a power greater than, than, than myself. You know, it's taking that time for prayer and meditation. So if I'm just, you know, practicing, walking, or I'm just, you know, journaling my emotions, but I am not taking time to be centered and to be still 
and to connect, there's still going to be that hole there. Or if the hole's not there, there will be a place for infiltration of issues. Okay. Mm, yes. So I'm walking down the campus or I'm walking down the street and somebody accidentally brushes me the wrong way. My response is going to be different if I'm practicing and yes. connecting and doing my breathing. Yep. If I'm not doing that, I may respond kind of crazy. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you hit me, you know, or whatever. Yes. So I think that I truly believe that all three need to work together. I do realize that we are human. I am human. It doesn't always work that way. You have some ups and downs and ins and outs, but that key to spirituality and the spiritual component for me is that connectiveness, that still time. Mm -hmm. And without that, I feel personally chaotic. I, I don't feel well. And so at some, when I'm not feeling well, I like to check in on all three of them. But so right. do I say that the spiritual is more important than the other? I would not say, I say all three work together, all of them. So spirituality is just as important as the other two. And it's, it's working, <clears throat> excuse me, a little tickle in my throat, sorry. It's working together. It's like a cake where you didn't add all the ingredients. It's going to taste yeah. a little different. You know, yeah. you may be able to eat it if you're hungry, but it's just not working all the way. Right. Absolutely. That, that's, that's powerful. And that actually lends credence to the, the, the title of the podcast today, uh, living, three, living from a 3D perspective within, because we must understand that we're not a one-dimensional people, right? We're not one-dimensional. There are several foxes. Uh, to our being, right? Several moving parts, I'll say. And, and, and to me, I feel like one dimension is not able to do its work in our lives without the healthy functioning of each part, right? And the role that plays in everyday living. So back to what I was saying earlier, taking energy for an example, whatever we subject our bodies to will have a direct impact on our eternal being, right? And for that matter, I'm speaking of the heart and the soul, right? Speaking of that aspect of of, of balance, right? And, and, and if you are taking care of yourself or taking care of your physical body and remaining in control of your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, it's like you're able to cope with life's challenges better. And as a result, and, and that comes as a result of you protecting like those innermost layers of the body. So as you were saying, uh, uh, Salah, is that when you are moving about and you run into those circumstances or those trials or, 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 or struggles in life, if you are centered in a way where you're staying connected to, for this matter, we'll say source, or you staying connected to your practices, then those practices are made useful for a purpose, mm -hmm. right? You are putting them to use because it helps you to balance life. So when you are outside of, I'll use this term because I, this, this helped me when I'm moving about my day, when I'm at home, at home is home, and that's where all of the values and all of the things that I live by is, is at. That's, that, those are the treasures that's placed in life. But when I leave home, I take them with me, right? I don't put them down. I use them in the practices that I put in place while I'm in the home will allow me or guide me in my day-to-day -day life because they are in my heart. It's like they've been planted in my heart as a seed. And so everything that I'm doing in life 
is is happening as a result, right? Of and I like the term or the phrase where you you can be of the world but not be in the world in a sense. I think that gives you a greater perspective when you, you begin to understand that more when you're operating from a state of centeredness based on those key principles that you've abided by and followed in life. And so I think that is so key to what you said in terms of when you are faced with those challenges or people or energy shifts, then it's like you check into that inner person in that moment and that becomes your resolve to circumstances that keeps you on the right path or it speaks to you in a moment when sometimes you in, in your own way of wanting to handle the situation will check yourself and say, you know what, this is not the way. Right. And so I think that's, that's most key in terms of what you said. Absolutely. Right. Right. And so I also, you know, I like what you said in terms of connecting with something greater than ourselves, mm -hmm. um, because that piece for me, it, takes the pressure off. It takes some of the pressure off to perform, to um, feel like I need to shoulder life's challenges on my own. Mm -hmm. um, you know, knowing that I can't do it on my own. And even in terms of looking to others who may be, you know, incapable of supporting me. Right. Um, mm -hmm you know, to know that, okay, there is something greater than myself that I can lean on. I can do the best I can for what I'm dealing with right now, but then that I always have help available. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. This is, this is, this is an awesome segue into, um, a, uh, an article that I, I ran across and I thought it was right on time for this discussion today. And I just want to read it and, uh, and, and, and state its source. And then we'll get into the next couple of questions uh, as it relates to this. And, it, and it's from, according to uh, healthpeople.gov, and it was a report that they did on healthy people in 2020. And uh, the statement says, our health is determined in part by access to social and economic opportunities, the resources and supports available in our homes, neighborhoods, and communities, the quality of our schooling, the safety of our workplaces, the cleanliness of our water, food, and air, and the nature of our social interactions and relationships. So the question uh, that I would like us to, to tackle here is how great of an impact does the aforementioned areas have on a person's spiritual, physical, and emotional well-being? <laughs> it has a, a, a great impact. It's mm -hmm. almost as if you have to work 10 times harder yeah. to remain mm -hmm. balanced. Mm. You know, for example, if, the, if you're in a food desert and you don't have the food that you need to remain healthy, you know, you're constantly working overtime because the food that you're eating is not supporting being right. as healthy as you could be you know mm -hmm. having access to good health care <clears throat> is um you know another way that it's very stressful because you have no way to take care of yourself and you will probably die you know a lot mm -hmm. younger than someone who has access to all those things so it mm -hmm. it 
it does make a difference and we see it in the African-American community in terms of, you know, the result of high blood pressure and obesity and the ability to manage stress. So it does impact things, but I always have to say this, you know, as, as a people, we have gone through a lot. And I truly yeah. believe that it's having and tapping in some way to that spiritual piece. Mm -hmm. um, because even this morning when I was, you know, preparing, I was thinking about that song, we come this far by faith, you know, mm -hmm. and in all of it, sometimes we can't change the system in the moment, mm -hmm. but we can, again, it goes back to how do I respond to that situation so that I can be prepared for the war. So I can yeah. be prepared for the fight because if I'm, you know, out of it and I can't think straight because I'm so stressed, I'm not able to do anything. So I might have to, okay, I might have to add, you know, my meditation and prayer time be consistent. I may have to say, okay, I need to make a choice between that salad and McDonald's or that Big Mac, you know. Um, I might have to take time to spend that extra money on getting a therapist to talk about my emotions. So it can be done, but, but it's a lot harder. And so the fight is harder, mm -hmm. you know, and it feels like a fight. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times if you, if you incorporate, you know, the, the mind, the body, the spirit work, then it's easier to be a part of the change because you're less, mm -hmm. your mind is less and your spirit is less clogged up. But it's right. real. I mean, we're dealing with it now with COVID, we're dealing with it with even the vaccine. So, you know, we're dealing with it, you know, with access, it's, it's a serious, you know, we're dealing with it around the voting issues. So, you know, mm -hmm. what do we do? If I stay angry the whole time, I'm not going to be able to do anything different. I might die because it may turn into cancer, you know? So what do I need to do mm -hmm. on a daily basis to be able to manage? And I also like to look at things in terms of, you know, sometimes you have to stay on a self level in order to get to a community level, because if I can't get myself together, you know, if I can't think clearly for, you know, dealing with Black Lives Matter or getting out here and doing that, I'm not going to be any good. You know, so I think it is important, right, right. you know, can it be done? Um, you know, does it impact? Yes, it does. It impacts greatly because to walk in a situation mm -hmm. and be judged, you know, by who you are or not have the access, you're constantly dealing with stress. But can you work through it? Have we worked through it? Mm -hmm. You know, yes, right. we are still here. We are thriving. And some people are surviving. Those are great. But yeah. it's possible. Those are so much, and it, 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 it's so profound in this moment because I, I, when I read this quote, I thought about what if I had, what if none of these resources were available, right? What if I had none of, yes, we need a food and, and and, and water to survive and, and these essentials, right? But 
relating it back to uh, the pandemic and all that that I saw took place and how a lot of people suffered during that time. And a lot of people are still in suffering, right? And, and, I'm, and I'm just thinking about why it's so key when you brought up the, the spiritual component again, why it's so important. And, and this is, I'm a firm believer, you know, I know we say all of them are benefit one another, but I'm a firm believer that the spiritual should take precedent over the physical. And I say pre take precedent in terms of all of them are important, but when I say take precedent, that means in your thinking, right? In your thinking and in your in your emotions and how you go about your day to day and making certain decisions and choices should be led by your spiritual realm and how you are made up, right? Not by uh, uh, making the choices based off of emotion in the physical nature or the physical uh, realm of, of, of life where all of your problems and, and challenges exist. Because if we just continue to allow it to gain the control in terms of how we come out out of our circumstances or how we combat the issues, then we'll never find the solution. And so I feel like sometimes we have to get outside of the problem in order to find or to rectify the circumstances of life. And that way we can see clearly, we can hear things better, we can feel things better, we can understand what should be removed. I look at it like doing a, 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 a distance it's like a disinfectant, right? Or uh, uh, doing an inventory of your life, so to speak. When you check out to check back in, it's like you allowing yourself that space and time to uh, uh, begin working on yourself, to begin seeing yourself for where you are and accepting that you're at a place in your life where you need to start putting things in order or in motion that's going to be conducive for your overall health. And that's gonna require that you tap back into that spiritual nature, that spiritual element, that spiritual peace. And then you'll begin, you'll begin to understand yourself better and why you've probably made some of the choices in the past, such that you can begin putting in those new measures, putting in those new steps, right? And it's a process that you begin to take day by day and in incorporating new practices that would allow you, right, to begin to then understand that all of these other key things that that mentioned that that's mentioned here and, and having access to will be less of a burden in essence of where you stand spiritually such that you don't allow all that's weighing on you to weigh on you and you don't have a means to get it off yeah. so i look at it well, ahead, i'm sorry i i was just gonna say that yeah i i I'm hearing what you're saying, and I, I do think it's it's powerful and and valuable to have that piece. But I also kind of have to go back to that that all pieces play a part in that because mm -hmm. even the walking can be a spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just have to say this because this is on my heart when I think about you know one of the things when I think about spirituality. Um, I was, and we were talking about COVID. I don't know if you all remember when, um, I think it was Italy when everyone came outside and sang together or in New York when everyone clapped at a certain time for the people on the front line and gratitude was shown or people brought food. That whole piece is spiritual. Yes. That whole piece helps individuals as well as myself to survive or to work through or to thrive in times where you cannot 
or you feel like you can't control things. So I'm so when you talk to me, I hear that 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 spiritual component is so important um, because it actually brings the light in order to get out of the darkness um, with whatever's going on with you. But again, I do want, especially the students to remember of those listening that that mind, that body and that spirit or that spirit, you could put one first, whatever, it kind of works together. If I take my heart out, I will not breathe. You know, I need to have my heart in my body. I need my brain. I need these things to work together to be who I am. And we, you know, when we look at how the world works, when we take away one thing, it impacts the other. And so the value of all these are important. But one of the things I hear you saying is that the key of the spirit the spirituality, it kind of is the one that opens the door to keep things ticking. Right. And so I can definitely, definitely understand that. Because if someone's only focused on the physical and they become anorexic or they become, you know, all they're doing is thinking about working out, working out, working out, working out, but they haven't incorporated anything else into their lives. They become out of balance and begin to have some kind of disorder, you know? So spirit, and I know for us as a people, I think is, is very valuable, very, very valuable. But again, remembering that working it all together will give you that harmony. It will give you that song. It will give you that peace. I think that goes back to, you know, where we talk about the beautiful blend of it all, you know, and understanding too that, you know, when we have all those factors, you know, those challenges that are in the way, that those are the things that until our basic needs are met, um, you know, whether those basic needs of feeling safe, of feeling secure, of having those things met, it's harder to, like, we have to recognize that. And you can have, you know, that spiritual place there and that be all encompassing. But then at the same time, alongside with that is recognizing the emotional place too. Um, you know, not because I think that many feel like, uh, you know, if you put one above the other, you're disregarding um, the other pieces to it, you know, whether the emotional piece to it, which is very important. And as Black women, you know, oftentimes we're taught to stifle, to, uh, you know, stifle the emotional part and not recognize that. And I think that's important for us to, um, you know, move to a space where we know ourselves and we know in each moment what is important for us to focus on in that moment without losing sight of the other. It's not mm -hmm. an either or, it's a both and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. Well, that's that, that's a great uh, transition too into the, the next question, Salah. Uh, as far as um, how can someone deeply integrate a practice that will help them to respond more effectively 
to the challenges that neg negatively influence these key dimensions we spoke about? Okay, I this um, this three things. So within the three things that we talked about, which brings about harmony, the emotional, um, which which is the mind. Um, so I kind of put those together, um, the body, mm -hmm. and um, and then the the spirit. And so how do I address or focus on those things and incorporate that and have a daily practice? So when I talk about for, with my clients, when I talk about the emotional, I talk about journaling, I talk about affirmations, I talk about um, going into therapy, talking, you know, sharing with someone else all these things that you have going on inside of you. You know, learning coping skills, learning ways to get things outside of yourself. When I talk about, so for someone on a daily basis or weekly, just to do a journal, just to do an emotional check-in. How am I today? Do I even know what it feels like to be happy, sad? Am I even in touch with that? Um, in terms of the body, I talk about... Um, you know, walking, I talk about um, mindful eating, I talk about essential oils, I talk about using things that are going to help the body to heal and to feel balanced. So if, if you're talking about a daily practice, maybe um, and adding the body and adding um, the emotions, I'm going to add, say to a client, let's, why don't you journal? and get up in the morning and then also put on some essential oils in your diffuser, you know? So you can begin to be uplifted and to smell and to just invigorate and feel good and start your day in a positive way. Um, the other piece, the spiritual piece, I truly, all clients, anybody that works with me knows that that first when you before your feet hit that floor you know and you get up to walk and go with your day take at least i say if you can't if you got adhd i may say two minutes but at least five minutes of just some quiet time we have apps called calm where you yes. can just learn how to breathe mm -hmm. um there's one saying that i do with a lot of people let go in out um so and also the prayer they you know some people are muslim they they pray five times a day be intentional about it what are you doing christians whatever you come to the table with whatever you want to do have some way that you're giving back that you have gratitude you know and that you're working outside of just yourself you know that you're connected right. to that power. Um, my favorite, I don't know if you all know about Daily Word, but I love that. Just reading and checking in and keeping myself together. So, mm -hmm. you know, for me, it's having those practices and doing them on a daily basis. But what I always like to say is only for me, God is perfect. I am a man. I am a woman. I'm a he or she, whatever you want to call it. But I may not wake up and do what I need to do. I might be running late, but I'm going to tell you something. I feel the difference. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you know? And the last thing that I want to say is about self-compassion. When you're not doing, or, you, or I'm not able to do, because I could talk for myself, to do the things that keep me balanced, I'm not going to beat up on myself. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to acknowledge that, hey, I'm human. I needed more sleep. Oh, hey, that's a part of my physical. That's a part of my physical well-being. This morning, I needed a little more sleep. And how am I going to incorporate that later on? so that I can continue to have that balance. So awesome. that would be what I would say, you know, and to okay. find what works for you. Don't force it. You know, there's so much stuff on the internet. There's so many, I mean, there's a counseling department at, 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 at Spelman. There are people to talk to and check in because sometimes we forget. You know, I worked with a girl the other day. That's why I was mis uh, mentioning Islam. She prays five times a day. And she has so much anxiety, she can't think straight. And I said, are you intentional in your prayer? You stop five times a day. I need you to be breathing through that. You know, so sometimes we forget what's in front of us. What we learned at our churches, what we've learned from our parents, how we can incorporate those things into our lives. You know, so it's really being intentional and figuring out how do I address the emotional on a daily basis? How do I address the spiritual on a daily basis? And how do I address the body on a daily basis? Right. And, I, and I truly believe to start your day and end your day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's been my practice for quite some time. So just starting your day in that, that space that, that will carry you through mm -hmm. in the same way that, you know, that's, that's, that brings or invites peace into your life. Yeah. So absolutely agree. Any, are there any practices that, that you want to share, uh, Pamela, from, from your experience that you find to be effective? Well, you know, one thing I'd, you know, um, love to talk to students about is the, being intentional about how you begin your day and how you end your day. And that that's getting up early. Now, you know, the students who work with me know, you know, I'm going to say oftentimes, you know, getting up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. and getting that study time in, but actually beginning your day with taking care of you. So whether that be your prayer, your meditation time, um, that time where it's before the rest of the world starts, mm -hmm. you know, before the phone calls, the social media, all the things that start taking our attention, you sit there and you take care of yourself mm -hmm. and then set time aside to, you know, do the priorities well for students that's you know getting your work done mm -hmm. in that quiet time before all the other rush and hustle and bustle of the day starts so that by the time you start into your first class you're moving into it with a sense of accomplishment and peace mm -hmm. because you've taken care of your priorities your most important things early and then you have the space at the end of your day to wind down and take care of yourself. So that might be the time that you pull out your journal 
um, mm -hmm. and reflect back over your day and look at what worked, what didn't work, what, you know, would you like to adjust tomorrow and be able to just let it go. Listen to your music, you know, have your, uh, you know, it's a lot like you were talking about the essential oils, you know, the smells, engage your senses during that period so that you can wind down into a peaceful sleep, knowing that, you know, you can get up tomorrow morning and take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And so many even find that even waking up extra early in the morning, you'll get more sleep because now you're winding down and you're having better quality sleep as well and getting more hours than if you're trying to pull all-nighters. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was that was powerful. Thank both of you for that, that, that uh, insightful uh, information. Uh, we have come to an end of our second installment of our Balanced Black Woman series. Uh, Salah, would you like to share more info about your practice and how you can be reached? Uh, yes. My full name is Salah Hilaire, and the name of my private practice is Healing Consultants, and I can be found on, at www.healingconsultants, with an S, LLC.com. And when you get on the website, it can give you all the information if you're interested in connecting. Thank you. And Pam, how can students contact the Counseling Center for Assistance? Okay. And so we welcome all students to contact the Counseling Center. We have some amazing clinicians and staff that are available to you. Um, and our hours are from 9 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. And you can contact us for an appointment by calling 404-270-5293. And I'd also encourage you to take a look at the counseling page on Spellman's website, where we have some wonderful resources, additional information and tools and support that will help you on your wellness journey. Awesome. Well, I would like to thank everyone for listening. We would love to continue the conversation. So please reach out to the Wellness Center if you have any questions. Our email is wellnesscenter@spellman.edu. Until then, stay well, stay fit, and stay healthy. Peace and blessings.